0: Hey, today let's talk about getting back on track when the train derails. Cue the music. You're listening to the Naked Mindset Podcast. My name is Chris Leamos, and I'm going to help you expose and blow up the unconscious patterns holding you back from success, so you can get what you want. Now, let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Naked Mindset Podcast. My name is Chris Lianos and where have I been? Well, if you're a follower of this podcast, you know that we got 130 episodes into the program and that was about four or five weeks ago and then I kind of just disappeared, right? Um, Well, I didn't. I didn't disappear, uh, but certainly... I had to refocus some of my attention on matters that needed to be done. My my father was uh, was ill and I had to move him out of his home and put him into an aged care facility Then pack up his home and um, obviously that was quite an emotional time. My wife had surgery, my brother's been going through some stuff and obviously COVID's been going on. So it's been a really challenging period and I wanted to take some time to make sure that I could be there for my family and make sure that I could be there to offer the support and the energy as needed but now things have started to settle and my dad's doing you know pretty well thank goodness and he's in a in a really good place uh, Lenny's had her surgery Terry's doing well um everything's kind of falling back into place i covid's still around um but that's probably not going to go anywhere anytime soon so um today I really i was thinking about what what's a good subject and it really came to me that although although I didn't really derail my train didn't derail it certainly felt like it went over some bumps um I thought it'd be it would be an interesting topic to talk about you know how do you get back on track when the train derails when when you go through bumps in life that certainly seem like they're they're difficult and and especially now, I think it's so difficult for so many people you know financially there's a lot of impacts and um, you know, even my coaching clients now—they a lot of people are saying that this year has been very, very difficult. And if you're listening to this from some time in the future of the time-space continuum, then you know, 2020 is the year that um, you know we're thinking, where's the reset button, right? Where where is the reset button? So, um, what happened for me was I felt that my focus got derailed um, over the last you know four, five, four to six weeks. And what I mean by that is that um, although that I was working through my planner and I was working through the things that needed to be done, I didn't feel like I was getting enough traction and uh, moving in the direction that I wanted to get to. And that was because my attention was being drawn into so many different areas. And when, when my attention was being drawn into so many different areas, especially areas that required me to have physical work, uh, really like having my dad, you know, that was physical, Work, um, emptying out his unit—that was physical work—and um, coupled with the emotional impacts of all those things, I felt myself getting quite tired. Um, so it was very interesting that you know the, the the sensations that I experienced were things that you know aren't very comfortable. You know, it's not nice to feel very uncertain around your loved ones. It's not nice to feel uncertain around you know the financial e- challenges and the, the health challenges because of COVID. Um, you know, the uncertainty of someone going through surgery, the uncertainty of family members having their own challenges. These are things that uh, are certainly not mine, and um, we all have them, and there's, there's many people that are really struggling with that. Uh, and I wanted to share sort of what I did that has helped me out. Because um, I think for me, it was, okay, so I can't change any of these things, right? I, I, I can't change them. I can't change the fact that Eleni needed surgery. I can't change the fact that my father is old. I can't change the fact that my brother went through what he's going through. I can't change COVID. I, I can't change these things. But the, the thing around focus, what we're choosing to put our attention on, is can often sound a little bit trope. Um, Like when we say, like, just choose a different focus, Chris, you know, and focus your attention on what you want and so forth and so on. Yeah, it's easy to say that. Sometimes it's hard to do it. So, these are the things that I did that helped me control my focus. Here's the thing there's two specific things that I did that helped me bring control to my focus. And I want to tell you one thing controlling your focus is not a subject of um, academia it's it's not a hey we should do this in theory we actually need to do it in practice in order to feel that we can put our train back on the tracks we can put our train back on the direction we wanted to go because when do we feel that right when do we feel like we are on track we feel that when things are going the way we want them to go obviously Um, but also we also feel that when things are not going the way we want them to go but we seem to have a plan of how we're going to deal with these things so there's a plan in place for how I am dealing with what's happening with my father. Like There's a plan in place around Eleni's recovery. There's a plan in place around Terry and his challenges. There are, there's a plan in place around what are we going to do with the COVID situation. So, yeah, our plans often get derailed. But it's not, it's not so much that derailing is the issue. It's when we stay that way, right? I, I think anybody that's listening to, that, to this program You've been through your own challenges. You know that your goals, your plans are never going to stay the way you want them to stay because life throws things at us, right? This is what happens. Life is in session. As Lenny always reminds me, life is in session now. Um, It's not about, "I'll, I'll live my life when I get to this. No, this is life now. So one of the things that allows us to have some control is to feel like we have some structure, and I can, I can hear my, I want to be in the flow friends now saying, well, structure is, is, you know, you feel like you're blocking the flow and blocking the energy coming in. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about bringing structure to your life. I'm talking about bringing structure to what you do, bringing structure to your time. So here are the th- two things that I did that really helped me out. And, and I talked about this um, in my, I have, a, I have an inner circle private mentor group that we meet once a month. Um, and we would go through some advanced training. And one of the things I spoke to them about over the last, in the last session was around creating a vacuum, creating space in your life for where you want to have good come to you. creating a vacuum so that you can activate the vacuum law of prosperity. And the vacuum law of prosperity literally says, uh, and this is based on the work of Catherine Ponder and Charles Fillmore, these are people that were very big in the Unity Church. And the Unity Church was a New Age thought uh, church based in the US. And there's a couple of groups in Australia, I think there's one big one in Melbourne, and certainly some smaller ones around the other cities. But the vacuum law of prosperity says that the universe abhors a vacuum, abhors emptiness. So, if you create emptiness, a space in your life somehow, the universe is going to try to fill it with something that's good, right? So, in order for you to create what you want, you need to have the thing you know, you need to give room. You need to, you know, clear the space. If you want new shoes, you need to get rid of the old ones, so you've got space to put the new ones, right? That's kind of the, the way it works. So, I challenged my group, my my inner circle group, to really think about what they could do to clean out, to create an emptiness, a space inside them, inside their household somewhere, um, to be able to give them space until they can attract something new. And I did this personally. So what I did was, uh, the thing that was causing me the most grief was my emails. I had over 8,000 unread emails. Uh, and I've got something like 35 different folders in my email. And I thought, like, you know what? I need to clear this out. I need to bring some structure to this. So I spent two days clearing out over 8,000 emails, putting in new filters, creating a system that would allow me to have total control over my inbox. And now, my inbox literally takes me less than five minutes to action and clear out, um, specifically to put things to where I need to have them so that I know what I'm doing. So I cleaned out over 8,000 emails. Um, I cleaned out my father's house and I threw away a lot of stuff that, you know, I, I, I'm not a hoarder by any stretch of the imagination, but I, I have emotional attachment to some stuff, and I realised that a lot of this stuff isn't really going to make any difference, and I remember as we were clearing out a lot of his material, a lot of his stuff there, one of our friends was over helping us out, and she said to me, you know, your mum's not in this vase, and you know, my mum passed away a few years back, and I looked at the vase, and I was because it was one of her favorite things. So we got rid of a lot of things. I created emotional space. And then I cleaned out our office. You know, Lenny and I share an office and we needed to reorganize things and get rid of things in the drawers. We hadn't gone through these drawers for years and there were pens in there. And as we were clearing them out, um, yeah, we had, look, like, there must have been like hundreds of pens and we're testing to see if they work. And I paused for a moment and I said, oh, It's irrelevant if they work. Like, do we actually want them? So I did this massive clean out. And the, the next thing I did was I actually rewarded myself. So he's cleaned out all this space, right? Clean, created an energy vacuum, created a space in my life for new things to come in. And then I bought myself a brand new monitor for my computer. Now, really small things, I know. But it's incredible how these small things bring more structure because the bigger monitor allowed me to work more effectively, more efficiently, so I felt more productive. So massive cleaning up, um, feeling more productive, right? making sure that things that aren't necessary are thrown out. That was, that was the very first thing that I did. And the second thing I did was I recommitted to controlling my time by filling up my day. So when I looked at my calendar and I realized that, you know, okay, so I've been getting up sometime between, you know, eight and nine over the last couple of weeks because I've been fairly tired. Um, usually I get up earlier than I get much earlier. I'm up at about seven, maybe even six thirty. Go out for my walk and do my do my exercise. But over the last four weeks that's fallen away. And I realised as I looked at my planning that I had too many spaces in my calendar because i had gotten so used to being okay i need to go to my dad's here then i don't know how long that's going to take then i need to go over here and and, and visit this person i don't don't know how long that's going to be and i've got a client in the afternoon okay i know how that's going to be so that's locked in but all these other areas that were very fluid um made it difficult to plan out my day but then again once i recommitted to controlling my time I decided that i would double down on booking my time out on booking down the space so i wanted to remove as much white space out of my calendar so you know scheduling in exercise scheduling in personal development reading scheduling in having a shower or breakfast or spending time with my wife um although it sounds like it's it's you know it's not as fun because you're kind of booking in your day. I realized that the less time I spent in actually booking out my day, the more ineffective and inefficient I became. So the two things I did to get myself back on track, to get myself feeling that, yeah, I went through some bumps and the train you know, tilted a little bit because there were a lot of things happening that were outside of my control a lot of things happening that that i wanted to resist but i realized the two things that i could do was one create space somewhere in my life create space for the good to come and for me it was the cleaning out of my computer and my emails my inbox and putting filters in place so that i would feel more productive was certainly the clearing out of dad's place and, and throwing away a lot of things that i would probably have held on to emotion for emotional connection and which wasn't necessary and then clearing out the office and getting a new monitor and that, although, even though those things sound really small it's amazing how quickly they put the train back on track and once it's there I recommitted to controlling my time I recommitted to doubling down on me controlling my time so that there's less white space The more white space you have on your calendar, the more likely it is that you are going to be ineffective and and inefficient. The more white space you have in your calendar, the less you are in control of your focus. The more white space you have in your calendar, the less your reticular activating system, the part of your brain that is trained to go and look for what you want, the, the, the more white space you have, the less that works. Right? So you know, sometimes we, we think about planning as taking the flow out of the experience. Right? When we're in flow, we are supercharged. Our unconscious is, is connected to the superconscious. We have, we have coincidences happening and interconnections happening, and that's all great. But what's fascinating is that all those things are happening by the reticular activating system communicating with your unconscious mind. And your unconscious mind communicating with the superconscious. And these, these coincidences and interconnections happening by happenstance. But the more white space you have in your calendar, the less you're activating your reticular activating system. So you planning out your day, you actually taking control of your day will allow you to create what you want and to bring it to your manifestation in an even easier way. You could book in meditation. Here's an example. I'm not saying you you know you schedule your meditation between seven and eight in the morning or whatever it is for you. And you then you know say between seven and seven oh five I'm breathing and seven oh five to seven fifteen I'm visualizing my day. And seven fifteen to seven thirty I'm visualizing what I want to attract in the future. I'm not talking about getting it to that level. That's that's silly. But certainly blocking at the time and saying seven to eight meditation or seven to eight visualization that is something that we can do so they're they're my recommendations that that's worked for me um i i hope that that is useful for you because you know i was thinking about how you know what what has actually worked for me i didn't just want to write something down here that you know we hear all the time i really want to think what has worked for me now in making me feel that the train is back where it should be. And they're the two things. Clearing out the space and recommitting to controlling my time. Those two things worked for me. So give them a go. Give them a go in your life. Um, Hit me up on Twitter. Let me know what you think. Um, Hit me up on Facebook. Let me know what you think. Um, If your train has derailed or is threatening to derail, these two things will get you back on track. Okay, if this has served you, do me a favor. Do me a favor, please, and share this with your tribe. Share it with your stream. Help me get the message out there. And wherever you are, have an amazing day, evening, and night. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Take care. Hey, thanks for listening to the Naked Mindset Podcast. If you got value for today's episode, share it with your tribe. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.